How much time till we're on? I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Oh, how good. Well done, Sammy. I love it. How are you, Rat? I'm good. How are you? I'm really well. Daddy Bass. He's on holidays this week. I oh, know. So we've got Samuel in yeah. the chair. You pumped? How are we, boys? Very pumped. What a great Happy week to coming in. What a oh, great weekend of yeah, sport. Yeah, elite, elite producer. Yeah. Elite. Mm. Just now, drop back from the ones. For our Kiwi listeners, who would be shattered and devastated, of course, after a weekend where results didn't get to go your oh, way, gee, unfortunately. Tough for him, wasn't but it? But for the rugby league. Oh, uh, yeah, the girls had a win. Yeah, the Ferns beat the Gillaroos. They've had a mm. seven-year stranglehold. On that match, outstanding yeah. game it was. The Cox Plate, the GC five hundred. There's the Matildas. What they played twice in mm. four days to go around again it's on World Wednesday Cup. night. The Cricket World Cup, outstanding. So much. So, mm. welcome to our listeners through the Super Radio Network and eleven seventy six ninety three sixteen twenty on the Gold Coast track. Fanatic, the podcast at a later date, and you can also always get the podcast if you've missed the show. Of course, wherever you get your podcasts from. But so much has happened over the weekend. You know right? what he didn't mention? What's that? Tyson Fury fight. Well, yeah, I was going to mention that a little bit later on. Oh, well, well, just you know, you're just rambling on about all the sport on the weekend. Yeah, it's just one sort of flew under the radar a little bit. I watched it. Can I say something and else that flew under the radar? What's that? Justice Hooning fought in Can- fought in um, Mexico. Yeah, right. And won. Right. As well, yeah, he won a belt, mm. which has flown under the radar as well. If what belt did he win? It's an intercontinental sort of belt. He's 8-0 now. But, yeah, there's a lot of other uh, bigger events on throughout the weekend. And most notably, uh, we're going to get to one very, very soon when we woke up on Sunday to hear the news. And if you want to get involved in the show, 0457 736 736. Punch it into your phone. Save it under Sports Day. Get involved at any stage. And New Zealand listeners, how are you feeling? Double eight, double three. if you want to get involved in the show Mm. also. All our social media on Sports Day. Just search, and we're going to talk to a former Wallaby and former teammate of yours, Jeremy Paul. He's going to join us right to dissect the Eddie Jones debacle. It's a debacle, all right. Yeah. Yeah, I see Robert Barrett tomorrow. He's already on the text. He says, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I don't want to hear that creep Eddie Jones name mentioned in this wonderful show again. <laughs> well, you wrote his name in your text, Robert Barrett, so if I'm going to, if I'm going to read exactly. it out, okay, you're going to hear his name. He's not that smart. <laughs> He's a South fan, I suppose. So uh, there's not all bad in Oh, him. mate, no. Also, one of our favourite segments each and every week, what did you like and what didn't you like throughout the weekend? We're going to have yes! like it all up. Yes! 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 You know, can I just say, yeah. Sats, that little intro there, mm-hmm. I, like, I, I wasn't a huge fan of it when it started. Yep. And I'm still not a huge <laughs> Mate, I... I it just well, wigs me out. I just, just, yeah, it just wigs me out. Yeah, 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 it just makes me feel a bit, I don't know. Care Top 7 also. <laughs> and we could probably have two or three parts of the Care Top 7 after the weekend. Uh, Sammy, great events. And I've got to say, I mean, the Cox Plate, the finish mm. of the Cox Plate, and to see James McDonald, who's won one previously as well, to see James McJ-Mac so excited to win that Cox Plate, he's had a fair bit to do with 
Rainbow Warrior as well, the, the Hong Kong-owned horse. So there's an emotional attachment to it. Yeah, but, well, well, it's not the richest race. But no, it, it's not. But, but it's a Cox Plate. Well, it's, it's a weight race. Ch- it's, yeah. it's a prestige of that. I think yep. to win a Cox Plate, you know, it's, it, it'd be it's close. It'd be close to winning a Melbourne Cup, uh, you know, a Caulfield Cup. Like those three races and the Derby. I mean, I mean those four races over the Spring Carnival. Yep, they're they're four pretty special races. Absolutely. So, mm. And we're going to continue on that theme because, like last week, we have a pass for you and three mates to the Golden Eagle at Rose Hill Gardens on this Saturday, the 4th of November. So just listen out to the cue to call, and the first caller wins the ticket. So you have to listen out for this. So if you're a Manly fan, you'll love this. If you're not a Manly fan, you won't ring up. Yeah, so one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. As soon as you hear that song throughout the show, to win four tickets to the Golden Eagle at Rose Hill Gardens. So, Rat, the biggest news to come out, of course, was around Eddie Jones. We're going to get everyone's opinion, most notably yours. And oh. Steve from Dubbo says, "I want to hear him absolutely go bunter tonight." So, uh, hold your, <clears throat> hold your, uh, just hold your reins a little bit, okay, Rat. We're going to mm. get to it really soon, and. Because we've got the good oil, thanks to Cobram Estate, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. And before we talk about that, and Jeremy and Paul's going to join us as well, the rugby World Cup final. Mm. feels like it's been going on for like three months. Oh, well, it basically has. Yeah. But South Africa, back-to-back champions. Uh, yeah. I look, it's a nerve-wracking finish, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, pro- probably not the most exciting game. Um, it probably Fair to say you know, that. Yeah. I-, I would say that the, the, the weekend of rugby that I-, I look back on and think, wow, what a weekend of rugby were the quarterfinals. Agreed. Those yeah. four games mm. were just all phenomenal. Um, the semifinals, uh, you know, a bit, bit dour. The England-South Africa game, not great. Um, and-, and New Zealand comfortably covered Argentina. And the final, I mean, although, you know, it was exciting based on the fact that, you know, what they were playing for, you know, what was on the line and, you know, the closeness of the match. Disappointed in, um, you know, the the, the, card, the yellow cards and red card. It just takes away from the spectacle. I, you know, I just think, that personally, I understand what they're doing, but personally, I, I just feel like they've just gone too far with, mm-hmm. with it. Um you know, for, for Sam Kane to be red carded for that. Oh, don't get me started. My love it, my like it or lump it. That that is a lump it rule that you can get from a yellow card. You can get upgraded to a red card based on the video evidence. Well, I don't, they go I don't mind. I don't mind that. What, 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 it was, it what, was a careless act. What, what, yeah, what it wasn't mind, a reckless or no, an intentional no, no, act. No, no. I, I don't mind the fact that they can because sometimes referees get it wrong on the field and someone goes and sits down and it was a genuine send-off offence. What, what I'm saying is I don't mind that they can review it while you're sitting down. Mm. What I mind is the fact that there was no malice in that at all. He wasn't, thing, yeah. he wasn't trying to maim him. He wasn't trying to hurt him. You can see when there's intent I don't think we've got any tackle. I don't think we've got any problems with people being sent off in any sport if there's intent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. But when there's not the intent and, you know, he's just trying to make a tackle. There was no swinging arm. Um, you know, I understand. You know, there's a there's a there's a fear, I guess, of repercussions coming in 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 the future of, you know, people suffering from you know, what is it, CTE, um, yep. from from head knocks. So they're they're trying to protect themselves, and you know, as a, as a sport, which you, you, I can sort of understand. But I, I don't know. I, I mean, the challenge is that, and this is what I sort of try to say to people: is like. You know, we down here, you know, we, 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 we carry on a bit about it. We, we, we don't like it. You know, we don't like certain aspects of the game. 
and 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 we 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 sort of stand on our soapbox, but over there in Europe, where they're making millions upon millions upon millions out of the game of rugby, and the game is absolutely flying, do you think they care what? Anybody in Australia thinks, yeah, or even right. New Zealand for that matter, we which don't is have a shame. An argument at the moment, We're so it? far away yeah. from where all the money is being made in rugby, with the Six Nations, with the new version of the Heineken Cup, with the top fourteen, with you know the the, the, the different professional leagues that are powering, absolutely powering, over there in Europe. That it's just like like it or lump it. You know, it's sort of basically. I know. It's, that's the reality of it. The reality also, Rat. As yeah. much as I felt for our New Zealand family and friends and, and the fans of, of the All Blacks, is they still had a chance to win it, didn't they? Because South, South Africa themselves had yellow cards. So there was periods throughout the game when they had players off the field as well. So Yeah, well, well Ash, Ash from New Zealand, he just texts his uh, Aussie boys, please don't talk about the Rugby World Cup. I've been looking for any station in New Zealand that isn't talking about it all day. Anything else, please. Mm. We'll get off it shortly, Ash. <laughs> don't worry. Oh, uh, and you are right, because I've had Rainbow Warrior in my head since Romantic Warrior won the Cox Plate. Right. Yeah, so, so, <laughs> so there's been a couple of people have texted and said, hang on a sec, Sats, you've got to get it right. Okay, Rainbow Warrior was the was the the boat that was oh. sunk in your... <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Rainbow Warrior. Wasn't that like a, a Greenpeace Yeah, boat? Greenpeace, yeah. yeah. And Rooster Mother says, Worm, are you saying James McDonald is a terrorist? He didn't have anything to do with Rainbow Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he had anything to do with Romantic yeah, Warrior. Yeah, so you're right. I've had mm. Rainbow Warrior in my head for whatever, for whatever yeah. reason. But yeah. you are right. The, the Rugby World Cup, the quarterfinals, I just thought, oh, you know, I... even if you're not a rugby fan, it, it took... The interest in the game to another level because everyone couldn't wait to see those final four teams and and the finish to the rugby world cup final i was on the edge of my seat watching yeah, it yeah. It's, and it's what you want in your big games but it is and and look i i think all in all the, the rugby world cup was a was an amazing success you know you look at the, the world cup final there's roger federer and novak Djokovic, jason momoa like that the the star power that it draws mm. you know to the game I, you know i saw um you tom know, rory, brady. rory mcelroy tom brady was sending a message out to the box oh really as well yeah tom brady tom tom brady yeah why i don't know may have been paid for it i'm not quite <laughs> yeah, sure right. hey can i just say also and let's not focus on it too much because everyone's spoken about it all today so we're going to be a little bit different but yeah. To Sam Kane, the captain yep. of the All Blacks. Now, we have seen other sports mm. in many decades gone by whereby someone has, well, the perception on, on, of, of others is that their act has created a potential loss. Now, I think the New Zealand public will wrap their arms around Sam Kane because they are loving people. Oh, they are. It, well, it's certainly not. I mean, we both watched the David Beckham documentary. Well, basically his own fans for two he, years. He got sent off yep. in a quarterfinal. Uh, against Argentina. Against Argentina. And he was hated in his own country for two years by his own fans, by everyone. Colombian soccer player was, you know... In Escobar. The World Cup, yeah, was... Own goal. Was taken out. <laughs> now, that's never going to happen. We, we hope it's never going to no, happen no, to any other sports happen. person. I think the New Zealand public will wrap their arms around Sam Kane. Double are A, double three, are, tell us. Are, are you saying that, that we love our players too much or there's not enough hate and they need to perform better? <laughs> we have a little bit more of an understanding yeah. when people make a mistake. How, well, I'd like to hear from our New Zealand listeners. How, yeah. how, how has that been received in New Zealand and, and is, it, is, there, is there an anger or is there a... Uh, Some empathy. Empathy, yeah. I'm, I mean, one thing that I'll, I'll say, Sats, I've 
rugby union in New Zealand is a religion. You, you know that. I mm. mean, you're married to a Kiwi. You spend a lot of time over there. Um, I've never experienced more loving and caring fans of a sport yep. than when I travelled to New Zealand and I played for the Wallabies against New Zealand. And they were always so respectful, so, you know, gracious with with the way that they spoke to you, I'm mean, very different when you go and play in South Africa. Yep. I can assure you. Spat like, on. Oh, mate, the way that you've spoken to and yelled at. phone calls and, oh, wake mate, up. It's heavy. Mm. But, um, yeah, look, yeah, a, a real shame for New Zealand. I thought they were going to get it done. I, I am sorry to all our New Zealand listeners. I actually tipped the All Blacks, and as soon as I did that, Springboks came into a dollar eight and were unbackable. <laughs> did they really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but if they found out I... I tipped him. I was, I was pretty average on the tips during the rugby world. Can I say Aaron Smith also, arguably one of the greatest number nines to ever play the game. Mm. Uh, he played his last game for the All Blacks as yeah, well. Yeah, I was surprised that he came off when he did, yeah. when, it, when he got taken off. But obviously the coach saw something in Foster and, and thought he'd, he'd make a change. Come to mem- Is there anything else, any other sporting moments that have come to mind where, a, where an athlete has, you know, could, again, be perceived their their action as caused the defeat and there's been repercussions. The mm. Escobar one comes to mind, of course, the David Beckham one because that's recent, that yeah. comes to mind. Yeah. 0457 736 736. Has there been, there's been any others in world sport? I mean, Jeff Wilson, of course, the famous tackle of George Gregan yeah. in the Bledisloe. Yeah. yeah. In the corner at the Sydney Football Stadium. Yeah. yeah that southeast, southwestern corner. That was probably better than your tackle. Uh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's get on to the Pacific Championships also. The Kangaroos, 36-18, too strong for the Kiwis. We've got a text here also. We're going to get to all your texts throughout the night. Adrian says, really disappointed in New Zealand performance against the Kangaroos. Coach Maguire has to bite the bullet, put Joey Manu, in my opinion, the game's best fullback, who was outstanding in the World Cup last year. Bring Rocco Berry into the centres. Papa Lee for Leo Thompson. Adrian from Rouse Hill says, so I've got to say, Adrian, I, I agree with you. Um, yes, they were disappointing, but I think they were made to look they looked disappointing because Australia's defence was outstanding, right? Yeah. Mm. Oh, mate, the, the, the Kiwis, I mean, it was just a great game. I, I mean, the, the Aussies ran away with it in the last 10 minutes. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the Kiwis ran it up to their eyeballs. The try before half-time to Ronaldo Mulatalo. Great take. Yeah. Well, well thought out. Kicked the ball over the top yeah. of Ruben Cotter, a shorter player. And at halftime, I thought, oh, all the momentum, we've got game on here. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it was, a, it was a little disappointing the way it finished, particularly for the Kiwis. But you know, this is what I'll say, Sats. Right, New Zealand can beat Australia on their day. They're not going to beat Australia two times in a row. That, again, I said this to my son the other day, and he came up with a really good point. He said, Dad, they don't have to beat them twice. They've just got to beat them once. That's exactly right. Yeah. So if they beat them this week, they ain't beating them next week. Does well, that make sense? If they beat them last, last week. week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it confused me. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So um, I, I think they're, they're still in this, and, and they'll take some confidence out of that. It was the last 10 minutes where it got away from them. The score blew out a little. Yep. So they'll um, they'll feel good going into this week's game. I've got to say about the Kiwi Ferns, I was at Melbourne at Amy Park. 21,000 people, which was a great turnout. A lot of Kiwi fans walking to Amy Park. Uh, fortunate enough to be down there to call the game with uh, Jordan Canelis. And uh, it was a great game. The... the the 12-6 victory to the Kiwi Ferns over the Gillaroos. Hafunga uh, scored a try. Tafunga mm. scored a try in the 62nd minute. They had a couple of tries disallowed also the Kiwis. An amazing game. Racine McGregor, when it was 10-6 from Tafunga's try, Racine McGregor had to kick the goal from right on the touchline. Mm. 
and she kicked it too far out to the right. The wind blew it back in, and then it hit the crossbar and bounced over. Wow. It just there was just so much drama. Hufanga is is the most devastating centre in the women's game. Yep. But you give her the ball in space, she ain't stopping her. Yep. Um, and, and you know she got a little bit of space, and yeah, I mean you need to stand directly in front of her and get your shoulder on. Mm. Uh, if, you're, if you're trying to arms tackle her, she runs too hard and uh, she proved that on the weekend with a great try. Yeah. Mm. 0457-736-736 or double eight double three for in New Zealand. Well, two-pronged question here. Oh. Kiwi fans, how are you feeling about the Sam Kane red card? Hard done by and I hope you got to wrap your arms around him or how's it been handled? Also... We asked about different sports where the actions of one has possibly cost them the result. What do you got there? Jamie Ainsco, 99 grand final. Boom. Couldn't grab him by the neck through the... If I could have grabbed him by the neck through the TV screen, so I just cried. Joke from Warwick. Now, what about your mate, King of Dirt? Yeah, what's he got? He is the prophet of doom, isn't he? What's he got? Good afternoon, boys. Hansi Cronje, <laughs> South Africa's cricket captain, gets done cooking the books, betting and fixing. All of a sudden, light plane crash. So what are you saying, King? Oh, he's saying you, he might be still alive. Are you saying that the, <laughs> the, the, the plane crashes was, yeah, was that a conspiracy there? Or, or, or maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know. All of a sudden, his light plane crashes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, so what he's saying is he was dealing with some unscrupulous people yeah and um, maybe they came after him mm. Mm. let's get to a break uh, make sure you text the show at any stage get involved at any time and the show is also brought to you by cobra estate australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil grown harvested first cold pressed in northern victoria the all-electric kia ev6 with up to 528 kilometers of range world gym australia train for the sport you play building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Here they come, the Welsh. They're over. They twist the knife. And Gatlin's men complete an absolute humiliation of the Aussies. Aussie rugby hits rock bottom. Sean Maloney there commentating the Wallabies as they crashed out of the World Cup. And it's a strange feeling to wake up up on Sunday morning to hear that uh, Eddie Jones had resigned from his Wallabies job. Some people support it. Some people still scratching their head, a little bit perplexed. And a man that knows a fair bit about... The man, Eddie Jones, is... Um, he, well, he represented the Brumbies 112 games, 78 mm. caps for the Wallabies. Former hooker Jeremy Paul joins us on Sports Day. How are you, Jeremy? Boys, mate, <laughs> I'm absolutely on it. Oh, mate. My goodness. Well, now, we're, now, first, <laughs> firstly, Rat was telling me off air, he kept saying, oh, we'll, we'll call Ming now. <laughs> I said, Ming, what's Ming? I said, well, just ask him on air. So what, what's Ming? What's the nickname Ming? Ah. Uh, well, look, it's it's Ming the Merciless from Flash Gordon. Okay, I'll get the it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because of um, my squinty, oh, mate. Every program I ever looked into, my eyes were squinting, and so I looked a little bit like Ming the Merciless. Bad light, so, bad light. You never get to choose. You know, yeah, you never get to choose your nickname. Right? Yeah. yeah, mate. Um, so I, I'm not sure how how you were feeling. I, I was incredibly surprised and shocked 
at what went down over the weekend with with Rugby Australia. Um, Jeremy, what what were you thinking? That, that sounds weird calling you Jeremy. Yeah, no, I mean, like what, that, what, what what were you thinking when um, you know you heard the news? Mate, it's it's been a bit of a sideshow of its own, but. Mm. Mate, to be honest, Eddie was was dealt a shit sandwich without the bread. Like he was, it was just, it was rubbish, mate. Like it was everything. This is a culmination of of twenty years of poor management by Rugby Australia in terms of the administration. Um, you know, we had the chairperson make a decision on the coach, and it, it, take an Ian Foster situation, right? They did the same. The All Blacks did the same to him, and. He really should have won. The All Blacks should have won the World Cup. Mm. Um, they would have with 15 men. So I, I just I, I think they they went at him too. Hard. He just didn't have the time, mate. Look, I when I look at his selection, so there's a number of things that obviously escalated this was his selection, and results are, are a given. But the selections in terms of the Rugby World Cup and looking for the future and. I, I sort of backed all that. Like I looked at it and went, yeah, yeah I, I yeah. can see that. I was yeah, with fair him. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, look, I was talking to Will Skilton at the time over in, over in France because I've, I've known the kid for a long time. And as I sort of said to him, I said, mate, I've never seen you skinnier in my life. Like, you obviously have committed yourself to... Like, he committed himself to Eddie. He committed himself to this team. And I just think the thing for Eddie was he only had plan A, right? Like, if, if Will Skilton and Talalia Tupu didn't get injured before mm. the Fijian game none of this would be a conversation because I think we would have beaten Fiji and got through the quarters. I just think it was time, mate. Like, I just don't think he had enough time and he's trying to rush everything into this very short window before the Rugby World Cup. And and we don't have the stock. Like, I think that's blaringly obvious now that we don't have the stock. So there's this connection between grassroots rugby and super rugby and Rugby Australia is now coming well it's been coming to fruition for many years yeah. boys. Like, yeah. it's like we, we haven't won anything we've been competitive at different stages but just haven't won anything yeah. so, so what, what, what yeah, are you no, the pressure was huge so I mean you know you talk about that you know we don't have the stock is, is there I mean there's no magic bullet here I mean I, I feel like uh, you know there needs to be a complete strip down and rebuild of, of the infrastructure of Australian rugby um, but that's going to take a long time. Can can Australian rugby survive it, or, or do you think there's another option? Well, no, no, we have to. No, no, we have to. So the, the talk is centralisation, right? So when you talk about centralisation uh, from a rugby program to an administration side, so there's two parts to centralisation. Under the rugby program, we should have always come under Rugby Australia, like not in terms of gameplay um, or game plans, more about the the skills that can easily be teached by one approach. So, for example, why is every hooker, young hooker, or any hooker in Australia throwing differently, and who's teaching them? So there are skills across our game that can easily be taught once mm. and consistently. So if you take a young kid at five years of age, and by the time he's 18, he would have had 13 coaches who's potentially coached them 13 different ways. Yeah. There's the low-hanging fruit. Get to our coaches. Every rugby side needs a minimum of two coaches. You need a forward and a backs coach because of the complexity of the skills. Like You're saying I out, couldn't coach forwards, um, me? Oh no! Oh no! You could definitely <laughs> someone the dark arts. Right? That's, that's what I'm talking about. So, um, I get what you're saying, I mean, though. You're, it's, you're a, it's a good point. 
Well, that was it. So you, you look at the coaching side of things, and I did my level four coaching oh, back in 2015, 2016, I think, and it was the three the, it was three years of the most. It was a debacle, mate. Like this was seven years ago, and I don't think things have changed in terms of our coaching levels one, two, and three. So first of all, you got low hanging fruit for coaches. Like we we need to get participation numbers coming, but no one's there to coach. I, I believe that's the big issue. And when we have skill, particularly with other games like NRL, AFL, making the games as simple as possible so people can actually watch it and understand it. So that's the other thing with rugby because of the difficulty levels of it and the, the different parts and moving parts to it. Like coaching for me in rugby program, yes, centralisation. But in terms of administration, no. Who's going to trust Rugby Australia who's gone into administration twice in the last two decades? Like, mm. why would why would the super rugby sides... And, and it's, also, it's also worse off for them from an administration point. Look at the Waratahs. If they were successful, the market that they can get for sponsorship dollars within that you know, sort of Sydney market is huge. Um, and for me, from an administration point, it's never been... That's never been the issue. It's always been the rugby program. Mm. Jeremy, I mean, I mean, I know from a this could be a good thing in the sense of stripping everything back and starting again. But mm. in saying that, they paid a lot of money for Joseph Suali, a young man who's going to be a superstar, whatever I think, whatever Cody plays. But outside of him being paid a lot of money, which he would welcome, of course, are you concerned now that players like him and other potential marquee rugby league players are looking at the game at the moment, saying there's no way in the world I'm making that cross code? Oh, mate, 100%. They've been saying that for years, mate. Rugby Union was obviously incredibly attractive to rugby league players and vice versa. Mm. Like, whenever Joe Roth needed a contract extension, he'd say he's going to the Raiders. So, like, <laughs> it was always a good contract. Always a good contract boy. Oh, he's going to league, yeah, rugby league. He would have been handy um, too, I can tell you. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, just a bit, right? Just a bit. He was, like, a, he was um, an out-and-out out league off the field, I can tell you that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he fitted right in. Oh. Um, so, so we look at you. Got to look at it immediate success, right? Like what brings sponsors, what brings an injection of like it's it's really where we are in our predicament financially as well. We're broke. Like as a code, we are exceptionally broke. So we've got 2025. We've got the British and Irish Lions coming. So we need to be able to like maximise that financial return, so we can start injecting money back into grassroots, right? So, so there's. That is the big issue for me. But I, I honestly believe, man, what Phil Wall should do, first of all, we've got to figure out the leadership. Like who's making the decision? Yeah, yeah. Is it the chairman or the CEO? First point, who's making leadership? Second thing is to get all our state... Mate, do you know 87% of our players from the Reds and from... Um, sorry, 87% of players in our Super Rugby side come from the Reds and and the Waratahs. 87% of players. The Brumbies so, were the best side this year. System, yeah, oh, yes, yes, and but they're not producing players. No one's producing players. Right. We've also been pretty much locked ourselves into oh, right. private yep, schools yep, and yep. Been really, as really our only form of talent. So we're getting the 15th to 20th most talented kid. Um, so I look, at, I look at those things. I look at our stakeholders in terms of our, our, our um, grassroots. We've only got the Premier League in Brisbane and we've got, uh, the shoot shield in Sydney, like we're talking about, what's that, 16 teams. Get them into a room, all the super rugby coaches and administration, wallaby coaches, nut it out and go, this is the way we're going to go and we're yep. all going to stick to it. Build a new culture. I, I can't comprehend that the game is struggling financially. But in saying that, uh, before we let you go, Jeremy, 
Now, Rad has had his opinion, and your former teammate, both at Brumby level and also Wallaby level, Stephen Larkham, has been mentioned. And Rat sort of said, why would he take it in the current state that it's in? You know him probably better than most. Your thoughts? Yeah, look, he's he's the obvious contender, right, for the Wallaby coach, because we don't have anyone else. Like, it's, like, it's appalling. We've been now in this situation twice over. Like, we've had to get... Look, I think one more coach. I would go for either... Ian Foster, who's just lost his job, so he doesn't have a job. Yeah. Um, or someone like Steve Hansen, man. I'd be gunning for Steve Hansen. Oh, yeah. I really yeah. would. I think I think this this type of role in this situation, back him, give him all the resources he needs, make decisions, particularly working with the new rugby director when they finally get someone to go into that position and build a program with our grassroots and our super rugby side so it's all trickling from the top to the bottom. Yeah, yeah. wise yeah, words, good, wise words. And um, before you go, Rat, did you want to tell Jeremy Paul that you sp- scored the last try to win oh. a Flutters last night? <laughs> oh, when we won in 2002, the yeah. last time we won it. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, no, no, no the game of man of match in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, the man of match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last time we won the Flutters last night. Touche. Yeah, yeah, nice, oh, man, nice. Are we going to finish there? Good stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. Jeremy Paul from the Wallabies. Thank you very much for joining us on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yes! 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 Ugh, yeah. One of our favourite segments throughout the week, and Steve says, where's Glenn? I'm interested as to where, what his thoughts are with the Eddie Jones saga. <laughs> well, you know what? You ask and you shall get, Steve, because <laughs> on the line, Steve. like him or lump him, it's Glenn. How are you, mate? How was your weekend? Yeah, not too bad. A bit better than Eddie Jones is, though, mate, I think. Yep. You reckon? Uh, no, Eddie, about time he resigned. But yep. can I just say, uh, I've got to kick it off with a bit of sad news. Uh, mm. I've got to say, veil to a lot of important people. Firstly, Bish and Beatty, Bob Carr's wife. More importantly, 20-year-old teacher and water polo coach, Lily James. Yes. Mm, and finally, uh, friends icon, uh, Matthew Chandler Perry. Bing, a.k.a. you know her. What about that? Matthew Perry, yeah. Um, but you'll all, you'll all be very happy to know that they found Lieutenant Flores still alive in Afghanistan. Who? Thanks, mate, the efforts of stunning Zena on NCIS. <laughs> and don't forget, listeners and my thousands of followers, Glenn's your daddy, so where's my gorgeous mummy stuff? Uh, you can't go from heart-wrenching real-life drama exactly to NCIS. Yep, that's not on. Mm. Exactly. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. And actually, Muzz says here, Sam Kane should be sentenced to a day with Glenn. <laughs> he won't do it again after that. In fact, he may have trouble functioning. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Uh, don't forget to, when we hear Eagle Rock to win four tickets to. The Golden Eagle this Saturday at where's that again? It's at um, Rose Hill. Rose Hill. What about two. what about Adrian from Rouse Hill? I I know we're not we're unlike it or lump it, but I just got to read this text because yep. I 
I, I think it, it's, it should be in that ridiculous segment section. Mm. If I have choice, have the choice for my fullback out of Billy Slater at his best, Latrell Turbo and Joey Manu, I'm taking Joey Manu. The Kiwi superstar has freakish skills. He's strong as an ox, bust tackles for fun. And Come on, can. that's ridiculous. Yeah, like yeah that's ridiculous. Adrian. Billy Slater at his best, there is daylight between him and any of those people you've just mentioned. <laughs> Billy Slater is the, the greatest fullback Australia's ever had. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I, just, I don't think anybody gets close. Adrian's sitting back having a giggle to himself now because <laughs> he's got you to yell. Oh, <laughs> he's got you mate. to yell. Uh, I tell you what I'm liking. I'm liking liking the crowd at Amy Park on Saturday night. Twenty one thousand, good turnout. Mm. Very, was, was there a lot of Kiwis? More Kiwis oh, than Aussies? Seventy five percent. Yeah, right. Seventy five percent the Kiwis. Well, well that's the, the, the Kiwi um, fraternity down there in Melbourne. They get right behind the Storm, mm-hmm. and that's uh, they've, they've got a real good core group of supporters down there that follow the Storm. Yeah, and um, very parochial, very very in your face. They love their team. And on the back of that, what I liked, and Marcus text Marcus text in and said, "What about the Harker and the stare off? Did you see that? I did. did you miss that? No, I so that. they did the Harker, and they didn't really advance that much. They advanced about ten meters away from the Australians, who were standing in a semicircle, arm to arm. And after they finished, they just stared at each other for it seemed like five minutes. It mightn't have been that long. And then they walked forward, got in their faces, and walked through their arms that were. And broke the Australians' arms. Oh, really? They all sort of high-fived each other after it, the Australians and the Kiwis. But it was pretty tense there for a while. Yeah, You're right, Mark. Yeah, yeah. I did like that. Yeah, what are you, Rat? What are you liking or lumping? What am I liking? I'm loving the Matildas. I'm, I'm, ba- I'm, 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 firmly, I'm firmly entrenched on the bandwagon of the Matildas. Um, I'm loving um, Chook Fowler. I yep. call her Chook. Oh, it's probably not a nickname. Do you reckon they call her Chook? Have to. Yeah, you, they do have to. Have to, yeah. Yeah, Chook. I love her hair. Yeah. Yeah, the way she does the little ponytail thing. You're getting a little bit creepy now, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and um and I'm and I'm yeah, I'm just loving the Matildas, mate. I'm just a big Matildas fan. Yep. And I don't I know that sounds creepy, but my daughter's a soccer player and we watch them to, we watch it together. What I'm really loving is what it's done for my daughter and I watching it together. Mm. And it just creates a very special moment for us. To watch something, that these these well, women, last yeah, time, these women they? who are performing so well, yeah, uh, that my my daughter is just desperate to get to that level and be able to sit there with her, and me be so proud to to watch her aspire to something that's so special in Australia at the moment, which yep. is really cool. Yeah, awesome. Mm. Uh, I'm lumping people who put their carry on bag sideways in the overhead locker. Oh, mate, you know where I'm going you, with you, this. You spent, oh, mate, for the last six weeks, I've spent three 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 times a week up and back from Sydney. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to shake. It's got to go wheels in first. <laughs> wheels in first. Okay. Oh. They're made to fit in that way. I know. I saw a pilot do it yesterday coming back from Melbourne. He put his stuff in the overhead lock. He was mm. a pilot that was flying to another. Right, so he wasn't actually no. flying. So he was sitting in business class, mm. bumped probably someone else out of yeah. business. Yeah, of course. Put his bag in sideways. I said, that's not cool, mate. You should know the rules. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. What did he say? So he turned it around. Oh, end yeah, to end. yeah, yeah. Was it a packed flight? Yes, it was. Oh, People right. come back from the Cox Plate. Okay, and he and would have been first on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because he's like... Or he had his orange juice in, yeah, in, the, yeah, in the glass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shocking. Uh, I'm lumping. I don't know whether you've seen, whether you've seen on, on social media, Fox Sports have been predicting their 2024 sides. Mm. Some of them... Well, one of the Fox Sports predicted sides doesn't have Jack Cogger in the Knights team. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. And the the Panthers side didn't have Luke Garner 
Mm. And he just played in a premiership winning side. Came off the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, mate, I, I, was a, I was a big fan of that Luke Garner signing. Very, very big fan. He, he had his moments yeah. where he wasn't in the side there, but I knew when he found his feet there, he'd be, he'd be a regular in the season. It's sort of about him and Zach Hosking. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Zach Hosking had a great start of the season. Yeah. He? he was on fire when he, when he came in for um, Liam Martin with, with his injury. Is there anything else you're liking? Nico Hines. Yeah. His test debut. Uh, him and Tom Flegel are both mm. good, but it's good to see Nico get a lot of time. Yeah, and 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 find his feet to the point where you know he was you know towards the end there he took the ball to the line. Yep. Put Cam Murray through for a try. That's like that's copybook Nico Hines. Mm. He he's obviously feeling comfortable. I don't know. I think he might have done enough to play himself into a to bump into a out Ruben Cotter. You think mm. maybe? Yeah. yeah. Nico Hines. Um, so Cam versatile. Mar- I thought Cam Murray was the best on the field the other night. Really? Yeah. He was, he was Harry involved. Grant. Harry Grant. He changed the momentum of the game mm. when he came on a dummy half. Lindsay Collins was outstanding. Yeah, but they just nullified the Kiwis. Tell you what I'm liking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You mm-hmm. spent a lot of time in New Zealand. You've had Whittaker's chocolate, haven't you? I have had Whittaker's. Oh, it is oh just, I've got some chocolate in the, the fridge, I just remembered. Yeah, you've got well, you've got a bag of salt and vinegar chips, probably fifth best chips you can buy, and then you've got what? peanut m <laughs> Those are the best chips nah, on the market. Salt and vinegar, they make you too dry. No, nah, that's why you have water. Yep. And you have chocolate. Nah. It's a good combination. Yeah. So Whitakers, they got this one called Hazella. Oh. So you can't buy it in Australia. Okay. You can buy Whitakers, but you can't buy this Hazella. So mm-hmm. it's chocolate and hazelnut. But the, the inside the chocolate is a hazelnut mousse. Oh. Like a hazelnut mousse. Similar to like a Ferrero Rocher. Yes. Yeah, Look, yeah, yeah. So Big W, they've got a secret stash. How do I get how do we get involved? Just get there. Oh, really? Don't look in the biscuit aisle. You've got to look no, in the chocolate right. aisle where the wagon wheels are, okay? No, there's no, um, there's no, uh, there's no wafer in the middle, yep. so it's not, not classed a biscuit. Yeah, exactly. Mm, yeah. Mm. There we go. That's a cue to call. Actually, we've got another like it or lump it here while you, we listen to that song in the background. Evening Sats and Rat, the big G says, my like from the weekend being a Panthers fan with Dylan Edwards getting his first rep try. Outstanding. And what about the movement that Hammerstone Tabu Ifido he put on Joey Manu? Yeah, well, can I just say uh, that that is one thing that I'm loving, Dylan, seeing Dylan Edwards in an Australian jersey and doing very well. Outstanding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you if you and I think we well, I think you asked me this question last week. If you said you can only pick one player but that's to save your life, I'd pick Dylan Edwards. Yep. And he dropped the vi- he dropped. He did. <laughs> mate, you will not see He's that human. again. You will not see yeah. that again in his career. Exactly. Like, like I was, I was sitting uh, with my son. I said, "Mate, he never does that." And he goes, Has he, uh, "Have you ever seen him do that?" I said, "Never." Never seen him drop. And I said, a "And you'll never see him do it again." Exactly. Like it's just, it was so out of character. And I, I felt for him because you could see how frustrated he was. Yeah. But um, yeah. We got a text here also from uh, Nat the Rat. He says, two 18-year-olds at Fox Sports getting probably about thirty-eight k a year who have watched eighteen games between them are picking those sides." The predicted sides for NRL. <laughs> right. Interesting. So one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. First caller wins the four tickets to the Golden Eagle this weekend at Rose Hill. Let's get to a break and we'll wrap up the first hour. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to five hundred and twenty-eight kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. 
This is Sports Day. Looks like Kepka's done that, and this is coming in nicely. Might be a little long. Oh, no, this is right next to the pit. Oh, this could go in. It's running, it's tracking. That's from Shotto. He said, when I heard Rat's reaction to that chocolate talk, it sounded like that on par with that that live golf call. I'm just thinking about (laughs) that chocolate and that hole-in-one right now. Brad from Maudsland has won the four tickets to the Golden Eagle this week. Well done, Brad. He must be going down. Mm. Second Queensland. Well, I might have some friends down there I can get him to. Actually, that's Maudsland's sort of Cam Smith territory. No, Cam Smith's, I'm not going to say where he lives, but no. You can, like he's, it's all right. No. He, it's not like you're giving his address. No, I'm, he lives in Benogan. Oh, it is too, yeah. You're mm. right. There's a good cafe in Maudsland as well. There is. It's I have spent a lot of time up there. Yeah, Brad. I must say. Let us know if you've been there. Guys, uh, Yep. I have a like it or lump it. Yep. This is from Johnny at Kilcare. If the Tigers will get into the top nine next year and the Cowboys, Warriors or Dolphins or Dragons will fight out the spoon, you watch this space. Dragons, Dolphins, Warriors, Cowboys will fight out the spoon. Lump it. Yep. That's not happening, no. Johnny. Mm. What I am liking is two things. One, no Justin on the show. And two, your exceptional performance as Daddy Vass's replacement. I'll send you a copy of my book, and you have my address for the Golden Eagle ticket. Oh, that's Glenn. Yeah, it is. Oh, God. Oh, Glenn. <laughs> now, mm. we, we've also been talking about 0457 736 736 8833. Moments in sport where mm. it hasn't gone great for the particular athlete. Yep. What about this one? Yep. This is uh, Brad from Redhead. Hey, boys, how about Marco Matarazzi insulting Zinedine Zidane's sister in the 2006 World Cup final, resulting in Zinedine uh, Zidane headbutting Matarazzi, <laughs> getting sent off, and Italy beating a 10-man France on penalties to win the Cup? That is a doozy. <laughs> that is a doozy. That had some layers to it. Yeah, true. Herschel Gibbs celebrate the quick, the quick catch off. Steve War said, you've just dropped the World Cup. Yes. Rod said, yeah, we've got a couple of votes for that. Mm. Yeah, well done. Poor Benny Hunt, 2015 Grand Final, still hounded oh, by Fox yeah. and Channel 9. Doesn't get a contract with Brisbane after that, and they re-sign Milford instead. Chain reaction starts. The Broncos get the wooden spoon five years later. Yeah. That's a good one there. Five, go, three, what, one. what about the Brett Hodgson pass? 2006, 2006 game three. Game three. Yeah. Lockyer swoops on it, scores, yep. win the origin, go on, to, go on that run. Exactly. You're right. That's the end of the first hour for Sats and on Sports Day. Second hour, we'll get to more of your texts, uh, more sports update. Also, the Kia Top 7 will make an appearance as well. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Oh, how good this? Are you a music man, are you, Sammy? Oh, I don't know. I go through stages. Because you're, you're only young. Moment. So how old are you, Sammy? 21. So 21. Oh. Imagine... Well, you can teach him at 21. So are you, a every, are you an every sort of... Every genre. Yeah, I go, genre? I go through phases. I've been in a real Britpop sort of phase lately, so yeah, hence right. Oasis. Have you seen yeah. that new documentary on Netflix called One Four? 
Yeah, no, they're a rap group out, group of, yeah, out of Mount Druitt. Yeah, yeah, it's always what's blasting out of Jerome Lewis speaker. Yeah, so it's yeah. the British. Yeah, rap. there is boys. Yeah, so what's your favourite genre? Oh, I'm a rock and roll man. That's what I grew up on. So what era? 80s and 90s. Oh, probably yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. Mine. 90s. Welcome to the show. Prefer 90s, but no, 80s, 80s is the best. 80s. Yeah, absolutely. Bon Jovi, yeah, Guns and Roses, Aussie Crawl, Gunners, Motley oh, Crue, yeah. yeah, Australian Crawl. What's the best? Reckless. What's the best live James act you've Rain. ever seen? Uh, best live act. Yeah, was Metallica in Sweden. They're coming back to Australia, aren't they? Oh, mate! It, if they, if they ca- every time they come out, I go watch them. So, mate, I watched them in Sweden a few years ago. It was Metallica un- in Sweden. Mm. Mm. My best was The Living End. Oh yeah, yeah they're yeah, good live band. They're good. Yeah, yeah, I saw The Living yeah, one of the pubs in Brisbane. Mm. Um, I've seen them a couple of times, but yeah, they, they were the best I've seen. My, so li- my favourite live act of all time is Aussie Crawl, James Rain. Yeah, Aussie Crawl. Behind them, Bon Jovi were great. Oh, Keith yeah. Urban was amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, I think of him a sec, but um, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. I, I took my daughter to see Bruno Mars. Amazing. It was her first concert about yeah, yeah. seven or eight years ago. It was we had the night of our life. Yeah. How, how what a what a musician! Like he plays every instrument yeah, exactly, and sings and dances. And He's a triple threat. Yeah. yeah. But I got to say, this is one that just out of left field. Birds of Tokyo. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Can Amazing. I tell? Can I tell you? Do you know how they got their name? <laughs> no. So they had this. They had this um, disease around in Tokyo where all the birds were dying. And so they were in Tokyo and someone said, where's all the birds of Tokyo? That's how they got their name. I like it. Yeah. You know, you know, that Metallica concert I saw, yeah. the reason why I get, I get so jacked about it is is because there was a gift from my wife. It was like VIP tickets to this concert yep. in this, this, this stadium in Gothenburg. It was like a 70,000-seat stadium. So we were in Germany, we flew over, watched this, and then the next morning, so the morning after that concert was State of Origin back here in Australia. Yeah. So we're like, and I didn't realise, but like at nine in the morning, we're cruising around on these little lime scooters, Mm. and we go into this cafe, and just my phone goes into Wi-Fi, and it pops up on my screen, you know, Origin, you know, blah, 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 you know, like in 15 minutes. I'm like, oh, there's got to be an Aussie bar around here somewhere. Walk out the front, 15 metres like, around the corner is an Aussie bar. <laughs> I'm like, oh, how good is this? Walk down, it's, like, it's, it's about 30 people and they're all Aussies. Mm-hmm. 25 of them in Queensland jerseys, about five in New South Wales. And they see me walk in and they just like do a double take. <laughs> they're like, what is this bloke doing here? And had the best day. And they're like, what are you doing on the Savo? And I'm like, well, I'm just cruising around Gothenburg. They're like, mate, come down to the theme park. John Fogarty's playing. Oh, and I'm like, stop it. John Fogarty, like, is in, like, the John Fogarty. They're like, I said, like, Credence, John Fogarty. And they're like, yeah. They're like, Credence is my, like, second favourite band behind Metallica. <laughs> I'm like, this is unbelievable. We get in there and it is standing room only. And this these couple of Aussie guys sneak me, my, my, my wife and I, Chloe and I, in through this little gate into this bar, which is literally 10 metres off the front stage of, like, John Fogarty. Comes out, starts cranking, and I'm like, I just hope he plays Green River. And mate, second song, Green River. And I'm just like, oh, this is the, the greatest 24 hours of my life. <laughs> I've got Metallica, Origin, Credence, Home. Would you rather do that little tour again, Metallica, mm. Origin, Credence, mm. or go to Buckingham Palace and meet the Queen again? 
Mate, I'm taking the telly. <laughs> <laughs> Can't meet the Queen again. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to the show. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you want to get the podcast, get the show wherever you get the podcast from, Sports Day NSW. And if you want to get involved in the show, 0457 736 736. Now, Kiwi friends, double eight double three. We went off on a bit of a tangent then, didn't we? Oh, we didn't realise we were still on air. Yeah. You should have asked me about Ming. We should have asked Ming about his trip to Buckingham Palace. So yours was 2002 when yep. you you got caught outside the Buckingham Palace grounds getting onto the bus and you'd stolen four spoons. Six. Six. You gave back? Five. Five. Yeah, so I got okay. away with one. So what was, what so, was Jeremy so, Paul's? So Ming was trying to knock off the, the plates. Like the, 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 so you get like the, the, the tea plates. and scones. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, the saucer. Yeah. He tried to knock off a couple of saucers. Yeah. And he had them like tucked into the top of his long pants. Yeah. And we're in this like room, and at the bottom of his pants, <laughs> the plate has gone down his leg and come out the bottom of his pants in Buckingham Palace. <laughs> I'm just like, mate, you are an idiot. Like, <laughs> you can't steal the saucer. <laughs> like, it's pretty obvious. Oh, anyway, that's outstanding. Yeah. Uh, sports update thanks to Irrigue. Very soon, uh, we'll just get to a couple more texts because we were talking about bands. We've got Canara Cowboys, so it said. Saw Frenzel Rom at the playpen. Play pen. Oh, the playpen. Remember the playpen? Playpen. I, oh, I remember the. The world's world. If the walls could talk. Oh, there was yeah. playpen in Cairns as well, wasn't there? Mm. Circa '97. Absolutely smashed it. They were supported by another '90s punk band, Toe to Toe. Yeah, the playpen. It's not there anymore, is mm. it? Canara. I saw when I was young. I went and watched this band, the Celebrate Rifles. Great band. Yeah. The lead singer's yep. passed away now, actually. Mm-hmm. And I'd snuck in. It was at the Piggery at the Byron Bay Arts Factory. The yeah, they called it the piggery. I don't know. They must have that's my, must have they slaughtered pigs once upon a time or something. And mate, he came onto the stage and someone yelled something, some sort of abuse at him. He hadn't even sung a song. He jumped off with his mic, tried to spear the guy with his mic stand. The mic stand hit the ground, came back, hit him in the head, knocked him out, and the gig was over before it even started. <laughs> it was like. Well, that, was, that was worth the sneak in. Comedy of errors. That's <laughs> yeah. outstanding, yeah. Let's get to a sports update. Thanks to Ira Gear and the NRL are hoping to meet with Tom Brady and discuss if he can be involved in promoting the, the Vegas round, round zero in 2024. Of course he can be involved. Yeah. He's got to pull out the checkbook. Exactly. He's a guy that's worth $400 million. Yep. I can't believe he's still travelling around the world talking. So he's coming to Australia. I know. And this is Why? where they want to have a chat to him because... He's doing some stage shows, as in talking about leadership and teamwork and success. Oh, my God. And, yeah, some people like listening to, oh, to themselves. Oh, I know, but talk. I just, I mean, if, look, I, I'm, I'm not going to, yeah, look, I probably shouldn't be so pe- like so down on it, but, but I'm just thinking, you're worth all that money. You've achieved everything in your life. You know, you got kids. Like, I'd just be, I'd be, be with my family. I'd well, be, his wife left him, so. Well, he's got kids. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Just blows me away. Yeah, I you know, maybe maybe he gave all his money away. I tell you what, I was talking with... to someone from Flight Center, mm-hmm. and I said to them, "Do you reckon they're reckon they're flying him out?" No, no, I said to them, <laughs> "It's not on his price." Have you been busy? They said, "Oh, the amount of inquiries that we've got for people wanting to go to Vegas." I said, "Oh, what for Super Bowl?" They said, "No, the rugby league match." Oh, they'll be getting the, hammered. Yeah, around zero. Mate, I would, the I prices, know... actually, the prices are really reasonable. Can I, can I tell you? I wouldn't know. 30 people. I'm talking about that's a ticket to the game, yeah. 30 people. That are going? That are going. So and, 60, that, and, and we're still months out. 60,000, it fits. I mean. But they'll get 20,000 Australians there. Oh, easy. Well, it's only, what, it's only a couple of weeks after 
what is it, two, three weeks after, two weeks after after Super Bowl. You know, there's nothing like might be a week. You know, you know when you go you go somewhere like a Vegas, right? Yeah. And you know you're on the Strip or you're in LA or you know you're in a, you're in a foreign country. It might even be somewhere like Paris and mm. you can't speak the language, and you hear an Aussie voice. Yeah. And you're like you swing around. You're like, have they got the pants on? It's another <laughs> Aussie. It's another Aussie, and and you instantly become like best friends. Yeah, yeah. And you're not best friends, and you wouldn't be, <laughs> and you and you wouldn't be best friends if you were in Australia. You probably wouldn't even talk, but instantly you become like, yeah. you would become best friends. You know that one? Yeah. I think we've got a button. We just become best friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, but what's going to happen in Vegas yeah. when, when there's 30,000 Australians in there? Yeah. It's just going to become annoying because you're not going to be able to find an American. You're going to be surrounded by Australians. <laughs> like, I came away for an experience and I'm, not getting, it. I'm not getting it. I feel like I'm... I'm on the manly course, though. It's just going to, like going to Brookie on a Saturday yeah, afternoon. <laughs> hey, guys, Simon says, seen the Angels at Wollongong Town Hall in oh, the 80s. the Angels were good, eh? Yeah, I saw the Angels in at Hotel Pacific on the Gold Coast. It was, was it late 80s, early 90s? Really early 90s, I think it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah Skyhooks. Skyhooks at the Piggery back yep. in the day, lads. Yeah. Budster. Budster knows the Piggery. I've got to say, I saw the Skyhooks at uh, Hotel Pacific, or Club Pacific as well. And Red Simons wasn't very nice to a lot of people, I've got to say. Mm. Yeah, he was Skyhooks, wasn't he? No. Churl. Was that Churl and Red Simon. Yeah, Red, Red Simon, Red yeah. Simon. Yeah, Sky, yeah, yeah, it was Skyhooks, yeah. Red Simon, was, what do you mean he wasn't very nice to people? He wasn't nice to people. He's not nice to anyone. He wasn't nice to anyone. He wasn't even mum. nice on his show. Mm. <laughs> he wasn't yeah, even true. nice on the show <laughs> in public. Like, it was pretty... It's pretty obvious that he, that's his MO. The Penny Panther says, a couple of mates and I went to an Aussie nightclub in Nuremberg, Germany, thinking might be showing footy or something. And once we talked, walked in, we found out the nightclub is the German name for ladies of the night. <laughs> couldn't, oh, believe <laughs> couldn't believe our luck. <laughs> uh, now, Rugby Australia's problems have cost them again, Rat, this time when it comes to their playing personnel. Angus Crichton, it's been reported in the Sydney Morning Herald, and his management have um, basically told the SMH that uh, Rugby Australia has been difficult to negotiate with. So in saying that, he's now going to stay at the Roosters for well, 2024. Well, I, 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 okay, I, I get it. But but I'm I'm pretty sure that Rugby Australia pulled the offer two months ago. Oh, really? Well, we reported it. Did we? Because it was when they were going through all that rubbish and yeah. it was just not bad timing. And I remember saying, look, it's, it's probably not the time to be going out and, you know, throwing money at league players right yep. now. It's, it's, it's probably about time to look a bit introspectively and work out what we need to do to fix our game mm. and just throwing money at league players isn't the answer and it's just going to annoy people who oh yeah yeah but but look i mean you hear that and then you know you hear this and you think well who's lying someone's lying rooster muzz has texted in and said rat i've just pur- purchased a new red pen can you tell me who you're tipping in the melbourne cup <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you get hammered, that, mate. You? Honestly, you put yourself out there, Rat, and look what happens. Well, 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 well the reason I do it, Rat, Sats, is because when when one of them gets up, mm. like if one of my roughies get up, it's going to be massive. I'm going to be able to replay that yeah, all true. the time. Yeah, I like it. I like that approach. Mm. Mm. Eventually, yep, it'll happen. Steve says, if the '80s is what the uh, the new kid likes, talking about you, Sammy. Showing the '81, '82, '83, and '86 Grand Finals that'll rock his world. <laughs> Long time between drinks, Steve-O, isn't it? Uh, Thanks for all your texts. We're getting a lot of texts about some of the bands that you've seen 
Uh, we've got one here from 302 says, boys, you can't beat this one. The celibate rifles at Fisherman's Wharf, main concert, 1989. I was there. Mate, that's the year. last year of school. That's the year, 1989. That's the year I was at, they were at the piggery. It must have been, he must have been knocked out just after that. <laughs> Did he have a bruise on Nirva- his floor? What are this? Nirvana were the backup band. Yeah, they were. What? They were. Oh, I can't remember that. I remember mm. being at the Fisherman's Wharf a few times. Oh, so do I. Yeah. Sneaking in there as a young grommet. Uh, there's day. only a handful of people that went to that concert. I was privileged enough to rock with the lad. Yeah, mm. Celebrate Rifles. They were a great band, weren't they? Mm. Mm. Okay, what about Adrian? Says, quick fix for Australian rugby. The Wallabies need to sign Nathan Cleary, play him at 10. Payne Haas and Patrick Carrigan, and they're your breakaways. Wayne Bennett, head coach. Yeah, that won't be happening. No. That won't be happening at all. He's very angry tonight, Adrian. Really, really angry. Can I can I well, read it? Can I read out his other one too? Yeah. Where is it? It's um I, I, I think I read it. It's uh here we go. Here we go. He's already what he went on about Billy Slater and yeah. Inglis. And, yeah. 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 He's got, and he's, Joey Martin. He's off the bit tonight. The best centers of the eighties, Ellery Hanley and Gene Miles with Brett Kenny third, despite the fact he's a specialist five eight. Explain to me how Mao Meninga is an immortal, yet Gene Miles is not in the conversation. I reckon Steve Rogers was one of the best centers of the 80s. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> I'm not the only one who rates Big Gino better than... No, Adrian. Meninga went on four kangaroo tours. Came back from multiple broken arms. Yep. Captain th- three premiership wins. Mm. No, he, is, he no, deserves he's to be an immortal. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it's always... You know, I don't think we'll talk about centers the way we used to talk about centers. Yeah, you know, we, we talk about Miles and we talk about Meninga and we talk about Rogers and we talk about Ranoff and and Close and yeah, yeah. Uh, Reg Gaznier and Et. I mean, they were the strike players of the game. Mm. But I don't think we'll talk about centres like the way we used to. No, the game's changed a lot, hasn't it? Mm. Because that's, I mean, predominantly that's where most of your tries came from. Yeah, exactly. You know? Nowadays, you know, it's your, your edge back rowers, um, you know, your wingers, centres aren't scoring as many tries as what they used to. No, you're right. Yeah, mm. and not getting paid as much as what they used to as well. What's I think is the easiest position to play in, in rugby league? Easiest? Yeah. One of the hardest to defend. Nah, nah. The th- the three man's a hard one, or the four man's a hard one because they got they got to make the decision. Or, or you, to put well, the pressure. Well, on no, the no, inside, sorry. Yeah. It, it's it's the three man to make the decision whether they come in or go out the back. Mm. I think that's that's the hardest, and that all depends on whether your your inside defence is getting up and putting pressure on that ball player early enough to give you time. If they're sitting back and they're bringing that ball to the line, you know. I'll tell you what, but some centres get it wrong. Oh, They get it wrong oh, defensively. 100%. I've got to say. But I've played, I played in all the, every position in the back line. Yep. And I can assure you, centre is the easiest position. Defensively, in, in, in yeah. Defensively in terms of your workload. Um, yeah, absolutely. Talk about centres. Mark has got a good text as well. I'm liking Hamaso Tabuifido. Seriously, how good is he? Now, the movement, the move that he put on Joey Manu the Fred Astaire feet to be able to jump outside Joey Manu before he got the ball and, and create the two-on-one to give it to Dylan Edwards to score his first test try was just sublime. And I've got to say, Hamaso, he he um, he did a job on Joey Mate, Manu. I, I just, I'm just going to go out on a limb here. Hey, wait a sec. Just make sure you isolate this. Get ready. <laughs> hey, wait. Yep, I, think, I think the Hammer yep. could become one of the all-time greats. In what doesn't matter what position, uh, yeah, mate. Yeah, the way he has developed this year, I I, I look at him, mate. I, I've got to say, when he when he moved down from North Queensland, I was like, oh, you're not a bad, not a bad boy. 
but, you know, he's not going to change your team. Yep. Oh, how wrong was I? Mm. You know, I happily admit it. But to see his development over this year and then to see him in an Australian jumper, see, see what he did in Origin and now in the Australian jumper, mate, it's hard to deny. He's, he's, he's what, 21, 22? Yeah. What are the goal? And he was an Australian schoolboy. Centre. Australian, yeah, Australian schoolboy centre. Yeah. So a lot of people are saying, what are you putting him in the centres for? He's been there before. But what's interesting for me is that the Gold Coast Titans got these three outstanding fullbacks, haven't they? Mm. Keanu Kinney. Yeah, yeah. They've got uh, AJ. Uh, AJ Brimson. And Jaden Campbell. Jaden Campbell. You, you'd almost, if you're the Dolphins, you'd almost say, Hammerso, we want you to play in the centres and we'll go and get one of these fullbacks. If you could, in oh, a perfect well, world. Well, I mean, they're no, never going to let them go. Yeah, and, and, and I don't, you know, the the Hammer probably wants fullback money too. True, which is smart. Which is different. Yeah. You know, that's L- different money. Liking or lumping it, lumping it uh, Rabbit Burrow says David Warner and Travis Head on fire in the ODI oh, against. I'm with you, Rabbit Burrow. Against New Zealand the other night. What did Travis Head, he comes back from a broken hand. And just goes. Gets a tongue. Amazing. Yeah. We're going to get to the Kia Top 7 really soon. Parramatta won't be involved. Steve, Rat. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, Bondi Jack says, Rat, so what about the huge seafood basket fisherman's walk oh, back in yes. 88, 89? I, I will say this, Bondi Jack, I was sneaking in underage. I wasn't getting the seafood the basket. The seafood basket <laughs> was like their staple, their staple moment. Yeah. It was famous, the fisherman's walk for, uh, for a seafood basket. That was the sports update for Irrigear to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Let's get to an NFL promo really, really soon. Uh, actually, no, let's get to it now. Rat, you go for the 49ers. Oh, they got beaten. Far out. They got done. Yeah, 49ers got done this morning there. by the Bengals, 31-17. Yeah. Uh, we had the Jets over the Giants. We had the Jags over the Steelers. Okay, if you had to pick two teams now, based on form alone, mm. there would be going to be the two teams for Super Bowl. Yeah. Who are you picking? I'm picking the Eagles. And I'm probably picking the Bills. Yep. Mm. Yeah. My Green Bay Packers were embarrassed by the Vikings, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Well, um, well, they just lost Kirk Cousins to a Achilles injury. They so did too. They, yeah. They, they could. It's they not could a. Be, it's not, not a. Not a full rupture, but he'll yep. be out for a while. Cowboys beat the Rams. Titans beat the Falcons. Dolphins beat the Patriots. Saints beat the Colts. Panthers beat the Texans in a tight one. The Seahawks beat the Browns. The Bengals beat the 49ers. And get this, this was the upset of the round mm-hmm. of, of all this has been this is an all time upset. The Broncos, who got had seventy put on them a few weeks back. They did too, yeah. Uh they beat the, the Kansas City Chiefs twenty four to nine. Patrick Mahomes and Taylor Kelsey. Taylor Swift obviously wasn't in the crowd. <laughs> uh the Ravens beat the Cardinals and the Chargers beat the Bears um in that round. So yeah, my forty nine ers got done and oh, we're five and three now. I'm looking down the barrel. Catch every NFL game this season with Game Pass on DAZN. Visit nflgamepass.com. Let's get to a break. Kia Top 7 next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Sammy, you're going to play a song because we're talking off air about concerts you've been to, good concerts. Had a technical difficulty there. Okay, so you said this song wasn't played 
at one of the biggest world bands we've seen. Oh, one of the greats. So what song was it? So what band was it? Um, well, yeah, someone texted in. Who was it that texted in about Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah. Mm. Uh, said that that was the best gig they've seen in the 80s. Well, I saw them January this year, mm-hmm. and they were awful. Uh, and I was going to play Under the Bridge by them, which is probably their most well-known song. Yeah. They didn't play the, it? No, nah, didn't play it. Well, well that, that that album in the 80s was Blood, Sugar, Sex, Magic. Yeah. And that was that was just like Enormous. an insane album. And Under the Bridge, that would have been an unreal live album. And them bouncing around on stage, it would have been young. So how long ago did you see them? Uh, January. January oh. this year. So they're yeah. a bit older now and they're tired. They don't want to play all the bangers. But they played all their new stuff. They played their new songs yeah. like they've still got 20 years worth of yeah, career in yeah, them. Yeah, I know. Don't realise what people musicians, are actually going mate, to see. Musicians, when you get them on stage, they want to do their own thing. Yep. And they want to play their new stuff. And they don't want to be dictated to by snotty-nosed brats like you, Sam. <laughs> saying, play that song from 1989. one three hundred zero one eleven seventy here on Sports Day. We've got Jason from Varsity Lakes has given us a call. How are you, Jace? Hey, Jace. Hello. Hello, boys. How we going? <laughs> is, that, is that Woogie? Is that you, Woogie? Yeah. I'm just taking a Marty. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. Oh, what Got an idiot. Him. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Great work, oh, Sam. You got Outstanding. It. <laughs> Outstanding. one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. We've got Mark from Quakers Hill, who's going to actually inform us where we can buy the Whittakers, the Whittakers chocolate. Oh, How are you, Mark? It, Mark? I'm good, boys. How are you? Yeah, good. really good. So the Whittakers Hazala. Tell us. Yeah, well, well, put it this way. I can get you the details for the distributor here in Sydney so you can get the New Zealand-type uh, Whittaker's chocolate that they don't sell in Australia. Right, so okay. I'll be sure to pass that off. A bit of black market chockey, I like and it. Yeah, I like it. That's it. Some of the best flavours they do that you can't get in Australia is uh, kiwi fruit in the blocks, oh, and they also do um, jelly tip, which is like this no. ice block they do in New Zealand. It's like... Chocolate outside, raspberry jelly, and vanilla. Yeah, yeah, mate, mate. Sat, sat, I'll stop you there. Sats doesn't do jelly type I'll sweet vomit stuff. At the side of jelly, yeah, we can't do it. Nah. We can't do it. Let's just stick with the hazella. Well, that's that's all right, right? More for you. Yeah, uh, yeah, beauty, beauty. <laughs> I, I certainly can. And, yep. Okay, so I'll pass those details. Nice. Um, also, I think Eddie Dowen is the best move for Rugby Australia in the near term. And they just need to burn the whole thing down and start over because yeah, they, yeah. they're just—it's a—it's it, a conga line of clowns. They need to work from the bottom up and just reestablish it all. I think the Can't video ref in the All Blacks uh, South Africa Grand Final—I think the video ref was far too involved. They should have just let the game flow. Mm-hmm. And um, some some of the best concerts I've been to, in no particular order, um, Keith Urban, early two thousand, oh, in Sydney. I took yep. the, Took along some Whittaker's Peanut Slabs for him and his band, and he got me up on stage to sing uh, Only You, which was his first big hit here what? with him. People really liked it, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, I took along some Whittaker's Peanut Slabs for him and his band. He's originally from New Zealand. And I said, hey, kid, little something for you and the band. He's like, oh, Whittaker's Peanut Slab, you leave <laughs> And I said, how about doing only And I said, how about doing Only You? He said, mate, you bought the Peanut Slabs, I'll play you anything. So he gets near the end of the song. He's like, ladies and gents, there's this guy down the front rocking away and having fun. Let's get him up here singing with me. So I got to do Only You Live with Keith Urban. And people liked it, so it was pretty cool. Mm. And um, well, mate. Uh, uh, 1927 at the Argyle, Argyle Street Hotel in Parramatta. Oh, they used to have that decent oh, backstage. And Eric, if I could, if Eric Wiedemann-ish was the name of their, their record. If I could. 
If I could paint, I'd paint. Is that is that is yeah, that? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. that's nineteen twenty-seven. Yeah, Eric yeah, Wiedemann. Yeah. Sunshine in your eyes. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, thanks for that, Mark. What I will say on the Eddie thing. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think everyone agrees. As long as they didn't have to pay him out. Yeah. Exactly. It's going to put him in the, the deeper hole. So I hope he's left and gone, and, and he's not getting paid out and he can go and do what he wants. But he'll lose a lot of respect. Well, he has a lot of bit of, lost a fair bit of respect from me and uh, I think uh, many other people in the game. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. It's the Kia Top 7 on Sports Day. Yeah, so much that happened over the weekend. Let's kick it off with number seven, Rat. Number seven, the Matildas back on home soil. Oh, I love the Matildas. With victories over Iran and the Philippines in front of record crowds. Cut back. And now Fowler. 15 minutes on the clock. And the Matildas have their early goal. To the cutback for Kirk. And that's two. And that's three. Outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. So good to watch. Great scenes. And they're on again. Wednesday night, Chinese Taipei. Number six, Cox Plate. Well, it's one of the all-time classics. Hong Kong owned romantic warrior. Not, Not rainbow, rainbow warrior. warrior. <laughs> Written by James McDonald. Well, it came home late to snatch a historic victory. Alligator blood at the 200 took the front. Romantic warrior the outside. Alligator blood at the 100. Romantic warrior, Mr. Brightside. Still alligator blood. Mr. Brightside coming at it with romantic warrior. It's a photo finish. Mr. Brightside or romantic warrior. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good race. What a good finish. Race. Number five, the Kiwi Ferns. For all you Aussie, uh, Kiwi fans out there, I know it was a tough weekend, but the Kiwi Ferns, they break a seven-year winning drought over the Gillaroos by having a win uh, down there in Melbourne. And New Zealand, for the first time since 2016, have knocked off the Gillaroos. What a moment for New Zealand Rugby League and the Kiwi Ferns. Yeah, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing, the scenes after that game as well. They were so excited. Now, Fitzy, I'm loving the new Whitaker's live reads, guys. No, they're actually not a sponsor of the show. We actually love Whitaker's. Oh, mate, you have obviously haven't eat, eat, eaten it, Fitzy. It's... Yeah, it's not the cheapest chocolate, so I dare say you wouldn't have eaten it. Uh, number four, Lindsay Collins scores a double for the Kangaroos in the 36-18 win over the Kiwis. Ben Hunt in the dummy half, kicks up high and wide, and Edwards knocked it back. Here's the hammer. Here's the hammer. What a ball. What a try. An opportunistic try by Australia, yeah, but I'm a magic pass by Hammerso when Lindsay Collins has scored. He's yeah, one of the best. He's been impressive. He's one of the best. Yeah, yeah. He can find the try line, can't uh, Lindsay, can't he? Just in right place, right time, yeah. quite often. Number three, two epic battles to finish in the GC 500. Cam Waters pipped F- SVG, Shane Van Gisbergen, uh, in, on day one. And then uh, day two on the Sunday, Dave Reynolds yesterday beats Brody Kostecki in a... Supercar race, and I think that Cam Waters has ticked the box. Waters is the winner at Surface Paradise, but it is one lap to go. It's 2,900 metres of racetrack. Can Reynolds hang on for this nail biter? He's getting a rough up from Brody. He's out the other side, and David Reynolds is able to put the pen into the middle and stitch together a race victory on the goal. Renault. He says, finally, 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 someone can beat Shane Van Gisbergen. Yep. That's what he said. Uh, Muzz on the text line says, Worm, is he, 
is he now tipping the hammer to be the next immortal? Fair dinkum. Has Rat been on the Bob Marley durries? Mate, I'm, I'm not on the glass Barbie. <laughs> I'm not on the devil's lettuce. I'm not on any of that. <laughs> I am simply stating that oh, I hope I don't put the kiss of death on him. <laughs> I'm simply stating that the hammer could be something very, very special in our game. For a number of years. For a number of years. What about this game on Saturday afternoon, Saturday night? Australia, will they win in the final over on their thriller in the Cricket World Cup? Thanks to Manus Labashain. Got to keep going. They've got to run. Got to get Jimmy Neesham back on strike. They simply must. Is he back? Is he back? Australia believe he is not. No, he's not. That game was far closer than it needed to be. One by five runs. That, that, that yeah. should, they should have won by a lot more than that. Um, that was frightening. Yeah, as soon as Neesham got in, started 58 off 39. Travis Head got 109. Mm. David Warner, 81. Outstanding. Yeah, number one. Um, it, this is hard to say South Africa is number one in you know our top seven, but I think the spectacle of the Rugby World Cup was fantastic. Yes. And, Number one is South Africa win the Rugby World Cup 12-11 over the All Blacks to become back-to-back World Cup champions. The feed's good. Under pressure, the back is to Cloak. It spits away. New Zealand desperately trying to rip it back from the box. It's gone down. Who's coming up with it? That might be it. South Africa fulfilled their destiny as history makers. That rounds out the Kia Top 7. And before we get to the break, we've got Terry and Tianau, beautiful Tianau, says, good news for you blokes is that rugby loss has, uns- has unsurped the underarmers, the worst thing to happen in New Zealand sport. Well, it's glad to be knocked off that mantle, I've got to say, Terry, mm. from the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, just, just, have we got time for a quick text yeah, here? Said, hey, guys, another Kiwi here. I used to love Union, played it all the way through school. I can't watch it anymore. The officiating is ridiculous. That's what you talked about, Sats. Mm. Like the officiating just drives people insane. I gave up on the final after half time, which is a shame. Um, I still listened on SENZ, but couldn't watch it. The TMO poking his nose in every two seconds. Didn't cost us a cane, but ruined the spectacle. Kiwis are behind Sam Kane. Good stuff. Love but it. Give me the Kiwi Ferns any day. How good were they? They were outstanding. Yeah, they were good. That's from uh, Kiwi number uh, 2084. And Nick from Wellington says, unfortunately, after two ga- great games, Sam Kane showed... Oh, that's gone. Sam Kane showed his true colours. Not a good leader as he's too emotional, inconsistent. Oh, I don't think they I don't be think... captains need to be level-headed like Richie McCaw. I I, no, I, I, I've got to disagree with that. Yeah? I, I just don't... I don't know enough about Sam Kane. Well, I, I, I didn't see... There was no... Um, over, well, it wasn't an over, over emotional type thing that that cost him. It was simply like a body height situation. Now he wasn't going in there with any malice. He wasn't, uh, you know, overexcited and going in there trying to rip someone's head off or use their head like a twist top. There was, no, there was none of that stuff. It was just careless. It was just he went into a tackle and he didn't lower his hips. It's through pure fatigue. That's what it is. It wasn't I know, it's only, I know it's only, what, 20-odd minutes in the yeah, game. Yeah, but, but, but still. that's before you got your second win. So you, yeah. get that, you get that point in the game where in 10 or 15 minutes you've, you're gone and then you get through it and then you, you, you settle into the rest of the game. It was at that point. Yep. So, yeah, I, I, yeah I, can't, I don't agree with that. I, I'm sorry, but, yeah. That's Kia Top 7 for the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. Get your pens and papers out because the leg up is going to give us a tip next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play 
building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Not on a so they didn't sing this song, their biggest song of all. Yep. Missed out. They did Danny California. So did the uh, crowd go like Bunter or did they go crazy Is it, is it their biggest song at all? of all? I reckon it is. Like it's their most commercial, like in terms of like, but to them, they've got heaps of hits. Yes, but even the ones that came out in the last but two to years the fans nobody who are, knows. To the fans who are paying their money to go and listen to these great songs, that's one of the mo- their most recognisable songs. You, you, know, you know I had Dave Faulkner play a gig for me. Hoodoo Gurus, yeah, Hoodoo David Gurus. Yeah, Mad Sharks fan. Whole crowds there. Like mm. we, we had a few thousand people there. It was for a charity thing that I was doing and for our charity. And maybe I said, what are you playing? And he, and he didn't have one. He said, um, what's my scene? Are you serious? I said, mate, like everyone, you know, everyone's here to hear that song. It's just, it was the theme song of the league at the time. Yeah. I said, mate, he's like, oh, I don't want to play it. I'm like, mate, I don't care. <laughs> You're playing it. <laughs> made him play it. So. Yeah, Miss Free Love, once, one year was voted the most listened to song by uni students. Mm. Mm. But I will say, Dave is incredibly giving with his time and a lovely guy and helped us out a lot. Someone called the copped on us. Didn't want to hurt the bust, the kinky scene they found. Miss Free Love. Oh, Miss Free Love. Yeah. Miss Free Love. Now, let's get a great tip thanks to the Leg Up, the mm. Leg Up Australia's fastest growing tipping service. And remember, what's gambling really costing you? What have we got there, Rat? We have got in the Golden Eagle, Hawaii 5 0. Now, this horse is ticking over beautifully and looks ready to explode Good in the Golden Eagle with the extra trip. Doesn't look to be much speed engaged here, and we'll get the chance to own the race from the front. Nash Rilla will be will return to the suspension in time to ride him, and it will be hard to beat. Are you convinced? I'm convinced. Yep. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on it. Nice. I like it. And Brad from Brad from Maudsland. Brad from Maudsland. He'll be to see. He'll be He'll there be to there. see Hawaii yeah, Five O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a leg up on the bookies with Australia's fastest growing tipping service. Get the leg up at legup.com.au. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visiting gambling, gamblinghelponline.org.au. We can't say what the odds are, can no, we? No, you can't. Can I say they're delicious, though? Yeah, well, <laughs> you can, you've alluded to the fact. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Yeah. St. Boyd, 2HD, says, evening, lads. Talking about bands, a very young in excess at the Ambassador Night Ho- Club in Newcastle. Mm. Mad- oh, what a great band, Madness, at Capitol Theatre. And Jimmy and the boys were out of control. Go the Rams. Cheers. I saw I saw um, Disturbed. I'm not sure if you know who Disturbed No, are. I don't. I saw Disturbed at the, at the Metro in Sydney, mm-hmm. and it was unbelievable. That was tight little crowd. Disturbed is a pretty heavy band. Like sort of heavier music. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it was off the chain. You know, when I was in my teenage years, I was just – I used to froth on Iron Maiden. Oh, mate. Bring it on. Six, Slayer. Six, six, number of the beast. Yeah. <laughs> Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I was, uh, I was all over that. Yeah. What else Dead Kennedys. Remember Dead Kennedys? Oh, Dead Kennedys. Dead Kennedys. Dead Kennedys. Great Kennedys, band. Yeah. Outstanding. Ramones, yeah. Clash. There's so stuff. many bands, weren't there, that I've got to say, there's some bands that I've listened to their albums, and it was like, you know, it's not bad. But mm. then you see them live. Outstanding. Just an outstanding. Like Birds of Tokyo were like that with me. Great band. Good musicians. Um, good lyrics. But then when I saw them live... It was next level. Yeah. Yep. Well, Rooster Mother says he once saw Pearl Jam about 30 years ago and they didn't sing Better Man. I don't think Better Man's 30 years old. 
Are you saying, are you inferring that Rooster Mother's a liar? <laughs> Maybe. Is no. that what you're saying? No, I, I don't, I'm not sure how old that is. But how old am I? Oh, no, it would be. Yeah, yeah. So you want to say, so, so, so sorry? No, I can't. <laughs> the, the CC says, Sats and Rat, great show. Thank you very much. Can I, we... I keep forgetting that I'm actually 47, eh? Yeah. You like, you know what I said? Well, I said to someone the other day, yeah. I said, how old do you reckon I am? And they didn't know who I was, and they looked at me you like... Just, you just are some random person. No, no, no. It was just, well, you but, are an A grade. No, no. I said, how old do you reckon I am? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm like, like, the, like what I mean is they didn't follow my football career. They were from overseas, and they didn't know, like, I'd retired 10 years ago, and they couldn't put all, do all the math, right? Yep. And I said, well, how old do you reckon I am? And like, the age came up, and they looked at me, and they went, uh, 50. Oh, I was just like, what? Wow. Wow. I always thought, I thought I looked, I used to look, I looked young up until I was about 26. Mm-hmm. I could look like I was about 15. You do look, you look younger than your age since you had your hair plugs. Really? Yeah. Do I look young again? I think you do. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You're the best. You look like you've never been fed. Well, you're the best. <laughs> you're the best. <laughs> uh, Saturday, great show. Can we please have an Aussie cricket, an Aussie coach to replace Eddie? No more Kiwi coaches for the Wallabies, please. I don't mind what, I don't mind Jeremy Paul's talk about. Ian Foster. Ian Foster or... You've just got to get the best person. Yeah. And, At that and, level and of what, international sport, you've got to get just the but, best but, person. But you need someone with influence, right? Yep. Who can say, this is how things need to be done. And an Ian Foster or uh, who was the other coach that he mentioned? Um, Shane. Uh, oh, no. Uh, Steve Hansen. Steve Hansen. Yeah. Um, like, you could imagine Steve Hansen coming in and going, now, listen, mm-hmm. this is how you need to structure your, your union so that it filters to... The Wallabies. Yep. Yeah. In, in in New Zealand, everything is about getting the, the right players into that all-black yeah, jersey. Yeah, that's getting it wrong. Yeah. In, in Australia, it's just, I don't know, no, everyone's doing their own thing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we talked about uh, something that's happened in the game where it's cost maybe the result or, or just the individual themselves being tainted in a bad light. And Brisbane Eels says, 1976, Neville Glover dropped the ball with the line wide open. Yeah, remember that? Mm-hmm. Rat and Sats, what about Naughty Kamali in Origin? Yes. Stingray, 2000. Yeah. Intercept, Matty Bowen. Oh, 2005, mm. I think it was. Bruce yeah. Mother says Better Man was released in 1994. Well, that is not 30 years ago. <laughs> and you said 30 years ago. So you, basically, he's so, a liar. So I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about, yeah, Brisbane Hill again? He says 99 Cricket World Cup semi. Oh, he said 25, 30 years ago. Sorry. South Africa loss, of course. That was Herschel Gibbs. Now, from Michael, uh, I will be. Big fan. Bring on, oh, yeah, I'm a big Allbacks fan. Michael says from New Zealand, 426. Bring on Scott Robinson and Leon McDonald. Leon McDonald Jason Holland, player. Scott yeah. Hansen, Jason Ryan, Nick Gill for the Allbacks 2024. That's the team, isn't it? That's the the coaching team, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll say, like, you know, bold move to make the change, given, given um, you know, the way that New Zealand were going. and, and But they – but. The All Blacks have not been at their best the last few years. No, true. Yeah. Um, they haven't been the formidable force that we'd seen, um, you know, in the 2011 and 2015 World Cup. Um, yeah, 2019 was a, was, was a little disappointing for them, getting going out in the semi-final of England. So uh, they turned things around. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited for this new incoming regime for the All Blacks as well. Nice. Let's get to the break and wrap the show up after the break and also get to some more of your text messages. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. 
Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. That's one of the most mentioned show, uh, bands tonight, Madness. Mate, Ki- Kiwi Steve has said, Rat, you look about 50-something, but I say you must be about 48 by now. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks, true. Steve. I'm, I'm 47. Yeah, Madness. One of the great bands, Madness. Madness. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know they sang that song. I was sort of like a bit rattled there. Toronto Rod, oh, Toronto Rod says, the whole Rugby Union Australia board need to be sacked and start again. Put some people who know and love the game. Put some people who know and love the game in. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a bit, bit of a um, lot of passion around uh, rugby from some people, but not from um, Cookie. Mm. He says, rugby is such a boring game. Stoppage after stoppage after stoppage until they get rid of a stupid three-point for a penalty or three points for a goal. Just a bloody ridiculous game. Boring as hell. Well, Cookie, the problem is if they don't get if they don't penalise you three points mm. for – if it doesn't cost you three points for a penalty at a breakdown – and maybe it's only two points or one point. Could you imagine how much more infringing, infringing there would be in a breakdown? There would be more stoppages. Well, it doesn't stop it at the moment. They're still kicking them from everywhere for three points. Too much. Mate, what do you know, Sats? Yeah. You've never played rugby. Yes, I have. Nudgy. Yeah. <laughs> Loved every minute of it. Started as a flanker, <laughs> ended up on the wing. Now, Rat, you've, it's, you've been working hard, okay? All year. I have. So, listeners... Rats off for three weeks. I am. <laughs> he does one Come night on, a week. Yeah, exactly. I'm back for two days and I'm off for another six. Yeah. It's been so tough. It's been a good year. So you're so. off for three weeks. You're back for two days. Yeah. And you're off for six. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's going on around here? I don't know. I don't have a word to Hutchie, honestly. <laughs> uh, tomorrow's show, we're going to have former test captain, captain and one of our very own SEN's Tazzy's Tim Payne's going to join us on the show. Thank you very much to Jeremy Paul for joining us also to talk about Eddie Jones and the Wallabies thank you to you you are the star of the show each and every night all the text messages we didn't get to all of them love them Gundy Gooner I'm the very sorry the madness Junior Smitty I'm sorry wow that have a good holiday rat will do